You are listening to the Vibrant Life Podcast, Episode 3. The Vibrant Life. Hey you, welcome back to the Vibrant Life Podcast. I'm Emily Romrow, and it's a great day to be alive. I don't have any big news to share with you since the last podcast. I've just kind of been pushing onward and upward and trying to live the dream like everyone else. But lately, the simple joys in everyday living have been more meaningful than ever. Little moments connecting with family and friends, the small heart pangs I get from looking at the flowers on my table, or the snow in the trees, or the mountains outside. These are things that make life magical, and it's important to recognize them. Just a quick heads up, if you like the podcast so far, I'd love your support in the form of a review on iTunes or Spotify. You can click on the links in the show notes. Um, It really doesn't take long, and I really appreciate your effort. We want to get the podcast out to as many people as possible, so if you like what you're hearing, um, please share it. All right, so today we're talking about choosing a personal theme for the year. I purposely waited until the middle of February, I guess it's closer to the end of February for this one, peeps. And uh, there's a couple different reasons why. First of all, if you're like me, it's easy to get hung up on the timing for new goals. There have been too many times in my own life that I've told myself I would start at the beginning of next month or on Monday or when the new week starts, or a lot of times when the new year starts, right? There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's good to have kind of reset times like that. But I want to stress that you can pick yourself back up or start fresh now. You don't have to wait. Secondly, um, we're almost two months into the new year. And this is about the time that a lot of the momentum and excitement is fizzling down. And it's really easy to give up. It takes a lot of work to change our habits. And if you're like me, this is about the time when old patterns start to resurface. So you do really good for the first few weeks and then the old you comes to battle. And that's okay. It's important that you don't beat yourself up if you slid back a bit in your journey to the new you. The key is to be mindful about it so you can course correct. I want to share something with you that has had a huge impact on the way I think about both my personal shortcomings and personal growth. I may do a more in-depth podcast about this, just the whole thing of the cycle of change in the future. So right now I'll just give you a brief rundown on the cycle of change. Um, This is a model that was originally developed by Prochaska and DiClemente in 1983. And I actually learned about it in counseling. Um, You can view and download a chart of the cycle of change in the show notes. And I also have a resources section on my website that has this as well. but it's really changed my life. So uh, whenever you wanna make a change in your life, there's some different steps. And um, I actually have a few different models that kind of go over similar ideas. So I'll probably be sharing different ideas and different ways to think about this throughout the podcast. But this is kind of the first one that I came across. And the first step is pre-contemplation. And that's a logical starting point for the model where there's not really any intention of changing behavior and you might not even be aware that a problem exists. So you're just kind of living your life unaware of anything. And then the second uh, phase is contemplation and the person becomes aware that there is a problem but has made no commitment to change. 
and then you have preparation and that means that you are intent on taking action to correct the problem and it usually requires a buy-in from what you want to do so you're convinced that the change is good and you really do want to have the change you see the value in that and then um, one of the most important things is the next step action the person is in an active modification of behavior so that's kind of where the real work starts which I mean I guess the real work is a lot of thought work before time but I know I can get stuck in my head in all of the pre-thought work and that's an easy place to get stuck so I do want to emphasize that action is important and you can always readjust as you take action but don't always get stuck in the pre-contemplation contemplation preparation first three phases because it's easy I've de- I definitely have a tendency to kind of stay there sometimes so take action once you know that you need to change and then um, maintenance is uh, sustained change occurs and new behaviors replace old ones and this is also transitional but the one of the steps I really wanted to focus on today is the relapse and that's the person falls back into old patterns of behavior so I know a lot of times people think about relapse as kind of like a scary word with addictions and other things like that, but um, relapse happens to all of us when we're trying to change, when we have our old behaviors or old negative thoughts. And I think once you accept that, it's so much easier to accept yourself for who you are and uh, just realize it's kind of a part of the process. And then the other thing I really wanted to focus on in this um, cycle of change model is the upward spiral. And each time you go through the cycle, um, the, each time a person goes through the cycle, they learn from each relapse and hopefully grow stronger so that the relapse is shorter or less devastating each time until it really truly becomes a part of who you are and then you won't relapse anymore. So um, that's good to think about, especially kind of at this time of year when you know, you probably are relapsing. I know I have relapsed a little bit on my goals as well. Once I realized that relapses and setbacks were okay and an expected part of the process have changed, I gained a lot more compassion for myself. And the image of an upward spiral is personally uplifting for me. I'm aware that I am a work in progress and I don't have to be perfect all at once. And the image of the upward spiral is kind of like a spring in my mind. And mentally, it's easier for me to bounce back when I make mistakes because I just think, yeah, I'm on that spiral and I'm bouncing back from that relapse. So maybe that mental picture can help you as well. Alrighty, so now we understand that change is a process and it's okay if it's the end of February and our New Year's goals may or may not be floundering a little bit. Um... And so now that we can kind of accept that, we can talk about the power of themes, which is like my main thing I wanted to tell you today. So I'm a big believer in the power of symbols, themes, and mantras. And I really believe that when you anchor your thoughts and beliefs, you can tap into the unlimited potential and power of your higher self. Our brains like patterns. We see them everywhere. And consistency in our attention creates our reality. It can be really meaningful to set a personal focus for a set amount of time. So usually I set it for a year, but it doesn't even have to be that long. You can set it for a week or a month or whatever amount of time works for you to achieve what you need to achieve. 
So just a personal story. Um, a few years ago, my brother Shane ended up in the hospital with a mysterious virus in his leg. It was kind of scary. Uh, the doctors were somewhat baffled, but determined eventually that it was a MRSA skin infection. And uh, my brother's fine. He recovered and is doing great now. But this experience was a catalyst for him to adopt a healthier lifestyle. He decided that um, he was tired of his unhealthy ways, and that was kind of a big impact on his hospital stay. So he decided that the following year was his year of health, and he would concentrate a major effort toward that goal. And his work really paid off. He's more fit and healthy now than I ever remember him being. But it didn't end there. He has consistently chosen a new theme each year, and the transformation in his life is really inspiring. My brother Shane is a light in my life, and uh, I'm so grateful for his example and friendship to me. And I have also had a personal theme for the last few years. Uh, two years ago, I had weight loss surgery, and uh, I decided it was my year of the warrior. And I really decided to battle my demons and let go of both my physical weight, but also a lot of the emotional and mental weight as well. I bought a bracelet that I wore virtually every day that says, Be a Warrior. And that's actually the picture on this podcast, the main featured image. So take a look if you want that. Um, but I wore it every day. And when things got tough, I would literally touch the word and dig deep for my warrior within. And looking back now, I feel like a completely different person to who I was just a couple years ago. And last year, my theme was choosing faith over fear. And let me tell you, my commitment to that was tested in 2020. Not only did I have personal struggles like we all do, but the whole world seemed to be in panic mode over COVID-19. Uh, civil unrest and other many setbacks are still hanging out with us into the new year. Um, but my personal theme of faith over fear helped me to trust in a heavenly father who loves me, even when everything seemed out of control and still does help me a lot. So um, I think that was a perfect theme to kind of help me face the adversity in the last year and plus. Um, and this year I chose a theme of self-love. I want to believe in my abilities and accept myself for who I am. And this is a real struggle for me. I have a hard time loving myself. I find it easy to love others, but uh, kind of loving myself is difficult for me, but I'm working on it. I definitely have more compassion for myself than previously on my journey in life. And I'm working on transforming that compassion into true love. I keep reminding myself that it's a process like we talked about before and just try to keep climbing that upward, that upward spiral. The idea of choosing a personal theme is not new. It's powerful though. Um, if you haven't done so yet for 2021, it's definitely not too late. You can choose to become a better version of yourself. You don't have to be perfect. I want to stress that you will make mistakes. We all do. But if you make the effort a couple of years down the road, you might not even recognize yourself. The time will pass whether you make the choice or not. But I believe in you, and uh, I hope you will take this opportunity to kind of evaluate things and decide what you want and set a theme, whether it's for a year or even a shorter amount of time. But um, I do believe in you and live the vibrant life. 
Last thing, just another quick heads up. If you're liking what you hear on the podcast, uh, I really would appreciate a review on Spotify or iTunes. Tell your friends and uh, let's get this community growing. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you.